Are you troubled by strange noises in the middle of the night? Do you experience feelings of dread in your basement or attic? Do you feel like a misfit, an outcast, like you just don't belong? If the answer is yes, don't wait another minute. Pick up the phone and Google the answer to escape this day-to-day madness. The Nice Cult. Our ideas and beliefs are sure to brighten your day and improve your life. In fact, seven out of eight Fox doctors confirmed that joining the Nice Cult would be a nice idea. Just remember, we're ready to lead you. For more information, go to thenicecult.com. Joining a cult can lead to the loss of reason as well as delusions and angelic visions, loss of time, money, family, relations, multiple spouses, or removal of them, excessive drugs, and plenty of sex, or no sex at all. Offer available only at thenicecult.com. Restrictions may apply. Okay, who runs this podcast? How does this work with you guys? Mm-hmm. It's pretty open. We're already doing it right now. I don't know. Yeah, this, we're, this is it. This is actually you are our topic. So we you always have topic. to. I always have to yell at, at someone to come in closer. Typically, it's Thor. Okay, and turn <laughs> off their phone. And Thor always mm. has to turn off his phone. I don't have to because no one will call me. <laughs> if only I could say the same for like, myself. Like I would. Oh, the day that I have to turn on my phone will be a great day. I can keep it off for weeks. I put in an application this morning. Every time a new call a call comes in, I'm like, oh, it could be them. So I pick it up. I'm like, you, you're, uh, your, car your social warranty. security. Yeah. yeah, it's your car warranty. Uh-huh. Your social security yeah. has been, is, uh, been breached or something. I'm I like, hate that. It's, my social security has been breached like 10 times in the last year. Yes. And every time I have to go through this long process, every- giving them all my info. Really? Yeah. <laughs> and it happens always? No, it just keeps happening. <laughs> like, <laughs> people are stealing they- it from people who have stolen it. Oh, wow. Like, it's this huge, long process, this line of people stealing it. Well, once and I think on one a- day it will get around yeah. to me again. Where well, you, you steal it from someone? <laughs> yeah. You steal it back. You're going to steal so something? No. Hey, that's mine. So yeah. on, the, on the dark web, there are sites that host collections of personal information so if it's on one of those repositories it's been passed around yeah so gunner just a word of warning uh i had a friend who uh was uh updating his uh resume, resume yeah at work you know just up there <clears throat> made sure it was spick and spin you know like you have to do every year or two and someone to get fired and no about a week later the supervisor came up to him and was like, uh, so, uh, are you looking for a job or <laughs> something? <laughs> my, my supervisor knows that I'm looking for a job. Okay. Can you do a check? Check, check, check. Test, okay. test, test, test. Okay. When Leo referred to a, a man cave, I didn't know that it literally would be a cave. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's aptly described. No, like this... I'm amazed there's not dripping water, or there oh, probably is somewhere. Slide Well, it's too new. It's a newer cave. I'm going to give you that. It's not an old cave. It's like something that they just no, dug into the mountain. Yeah. It's Gunner, Gunner spent some, some sweat equity on this thing. Yeah. Oh, it I bet he spent real bad. money, too. I had, I had a companion who... So I woke up one morning and... A missionary companion. Missionary companion, okay. not a... You have to be... You have to... Okay. No. And so he, <laughs> um, he is in bed, you know, on his knees, just kind of... And then rocking back and forth and just going... 
I'm like, okay. I'm like, I wake up. And I'm like, he's having a, he's having a hard day. He's having a hard time. Come to Jesus, moment. Know, you know, he's the breakthrough of some sort, whatever. And then breakdown. And so I, I leave, make breakfast, come back for scripture study, all that kind of stuff. And he's still there. He's still. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna get dressed, get ready for the day, give him some time, give him some space. And he's still rocking back and forth. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, what's going on here? That's uh, when you every, try to sign him up for your cult. I'm like, are you are you okay? And he's just doing rocking back and forth. I'm like, this guy's having a mental breakdown, or just like this is he's seeing the you know, talking with God or something. And then you have headphones on and I wait, just getting down. I wait until <laughs> it was probably, so I woke up at seven o'clock. It was like nine thirty, and like our first appointments and that kind of stuff. He had kidney stones. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> and I had to, I'm like, oh, what's going on? He's like, oh, I don't know, I have these pains. And, uh, and so I, uh, so he spent two and a half hours in agony, not <laughs> just anything. like going about my business. <laughs> He's like throwing up. Everything. <laughs> yeah, he does, yeah throwing up. Hurt. I have yeah. no idea. Yeah, and uh, you guys had a great relationship. He would not communication there. Yeah, two peas in a pod, close like this. Yeah. Well, you know, we you didn't should, get along actually. No, you should have yeah. your companion like a spouse, like treat them like that. Yeah. How you are with your companions is how you'll be as a spouse. <laughs> that, that explains a lot and why I'm so bad with my spouse. <laughs> no, it explains why I have so much sex. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Mom, I Joined a Cult, the only podcast about cults by an actual cult. Listen as we examine other cults, discuss what they did right and what they did wrong, and then build our own cult from the ground up. And now your hosts, Gunner, Dawn, Thor, and Nathan. Never thought about selling out. <laughs> uh, I try, yes, The problem is, is that we're trying to sell out and we're doing it bad. Really? We, yeah. We need, wait, we, we haven't gone full... You need to go I, keywords. You I, need to be like Roblox. Say something about Roblox. Minecraft. Minecraft. Um, and then you I have to do. Minecraft. Yeah, and then you have See, to talk about dirt, certain like Reddits, mm-hmm. like uh, subreddits. So the problem is if I say Minecraft and Roblox, the kids coming in here are going to be <laughs> listening to us talking about murders. Dude, have you, sex have, have sex you ever and... watched YouTube with your kids? Uh, no, I, I yes. have them turn it off because it's crazy. No, it is. It is. They're doing the Minecraft. Watching the Minecraft no. is the most mind-numbing thing. No, or they're no, just there being like, like, what the fuck? It's, I'm like, it's horrible. Yeah. What? And they're like, you effing. And I'm like, we we don't we don't, we don't say the f word. We say the Saxon word. What, what cult do we have today, Nathan? <clears throat> Are we going to introduce our our guest? Oh. Have we uh, not introduced we, Christian? Does he no. need an introduction? Yes, he does. Yeah, actually. I think we should. Who's going to do yeah, it? Be I'll good. be happy to do it. Okay. Uh, the, our elder brother, Thor, is going to introduce. So today we have, at least for part of our episode, our brother, Christian. And uh, Christian is multi-talented individual, uh, brilliant, 
caustic. I don't like how I'm treated when I'm around you guys. I feel persecuted and like I'm not part of the cult. Mm. Okay, I want to validate what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm against all of this, but continue. Okay, Ethan. so we have another cult for you. No, uh, <laughs> actually, we do have another cult today uh, that we're going to introduce. Uh, hopefully, you don't want to join this one. So the cult of the week is the Ant Hill Kids. Um, it was started by a guy named uh, Roque Thoreau in 1947. Uh, he was born into a Catholic family. And it was very, very staunchly Catholic. And in fact, his, his dad belonged to a... He was a member of the White Berets, which is like a underground Catholic white supremacist Kind really? of sect, yeah. Wow. And, and now I I know that this cult was in Canada. Is that just a Canada thing, or is that? How do you know this life? cult's from Canada? Like you know about this cult? I sneak peeked it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like some I of us do our that. homework. Oh, I'm like I, I'm coming you? in blind. <laughs> no, I'm blind too. Is it really called the Ant Hill Kids? Ant Hill Kids. I'll th- we'll explain that. Uh, so um, Roke Thoreau was a charismatic kid. He had a lot of friends. He was interesting. He came from this different background. He grew up speaking French and and English. And he resented his parents because they were so orthodox. They controlled his life. After he was 18, he kind of went off and decided to find another church, another belief system, and found the Seventh-day Adventist. And he really got into it. Uh, in fact, he was so... He was an Eighth-day Adventist. That's how hardcore he was. Just one more. <laughs> and like, give him another day. <laughs> but he, uh, he really got into it, and he proselytized for them. And they found, you know, they saw that he had, like, leadership potential. Because he had grown up, when he rebelled against his parents, he would smoke and he would drink, and he became an alcoholic. And when he joined the Seventh-day Adventists, he gave all that up. They had him like be the leader of a small group of younger people and he was in his he was in his early or actually late twenties and a lot of these people would come into the Seventh day Adventist wanting to give up drinking or smoking because the Seventh day Adventists don't believe in that. Nathan, mm-hmm. is this you? This is, this is my life story. No um, and so he uh so he, he was like in youth group, youth counseling youth counselor. kind of thing. Okay. Yeah. And they recognized that. And, you know, he had his own meetings on different days than the Seventh-day Adventist oh. had. Oh, I was going to say, so he can't be too charismatic. He like, was that's charismatic the key. enough. That's the key is you can't have someone who's too good of a leader because then they can take people away. Yeah, that's the problem. So he took people away. He started his own, his own little group that would meet different days. And so then they, he was still a Seventh-day Adventist. Still a Seventh-day Adventist. He, he started on the fifth a more day. righteous group. A more no. righteous group. Well, this is a group of younger people that had that wanted to get off of drugs or alcohol or... Change or, their lives. This is how people smoking. who are like very learned in any church kind of split off. But he, he did have a little bit different belief system than the Seventh-day Adventist. He had some dreams that the, the uh, world was going to end in a few years and he started teaching that and actually some of the people believed him more than they believed the seventh-day adventist leader of that that area and so they started following him and he had a group of 
12 or 13 people, I think nine or 10 of them were women, follow him. And he convinced them to pull their money together and buy some land out in the wilderness of, of that area. And Dude, when does the sex come in? The sex comes in right away. Right away. <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah. Dude, I'm not going to start a call if I'm not going to have mean, sex. Of course. No. Well, okay, a bunch of younger people. Okay. And yeah, yeah, it's just like, oh, of course. Like, for real. And no, I don't no, think it means no I think that's probably the the best thing that happened in it. So it started off as motivational speeches and that kind of stuff. And then he said, you know, all of the truth that you guys need is right here. You don't need to contact your families or other Seventh-day Adventists. And he made it against, it wasn't against the rules, but it started becoming against the, against like the society beliefs. And you don't believe that their mission is true if you contact. Yeah. If you don't contact, or if you contact your family. That's one of the key Mm -hmm. steps of brainwashing is cutting off. Isolation. And, um, and then soon after that, he had this uh, dream that he should be the prophet. I need to start a confession. This is my own. We, this is actually all of our... know you're grumpy. This is all of our confession. Yes, I'm grumpy. For those Patreon users... So sorry that we did not have the Patreon site up. It is now up. We are now throwing our stuff on there. So you're going to get a little bit at a time. Not everything all at once. I apologize to you. And the biggest apology goes out to Megan. Megan, <laughs> yeah, we love you. You're fabulous, okay? We want you to know that. You're the best. You're the best. And hopefully us telling you that lets you forgive us for not... <laughs> You know, up, getting that stuff uploaded for you until now. I think we should sit around and talk a little bit more about how awesome Megan is. Megan, yeah. this is something. If you make it to Utah, Pleasant Grove, that's where, our, well, it'll be around here. If you make it to the live session on December 3rd, we'll have a special seat for you. Without a doubt. Megan, the name of your son is just like the best name ever. I'm in awe. I am in awe. It's so good. What was the name or of your Are son? you trying to... Gunner. Oh. <laughs> it was Gunner. I'm supposed to be buttering her up, not you. <laughs> I know, but I just thought that was so it cool. Is, it is an awesome name. <laughs> it is. Well done. Mm-hmm. Even if it was your husband that named him, mm-hmm. that's all right. You picked a good man, okay, just because of that. Yeah, but remember, she the wife always has veto rights when it comes to names. You're right. That is true, I've- Notice that myself. That's the only reason my son wasn't named Levi James. I know. Dang it. Um, so our confession that was written to us is from Joey. I don't know if this is a girl or a boy. J-O-E-Y. I have never seen it spelled like that. I think that is the only way it's spelled. Is it? Actually, I've never seen Joey yeah, spelled. It's actually pronounced Jewy. Is so, it? no. <laughs> Sorry, Joey. Yeah. So this is what he says. When I was six years old... We had moved to a new home in Mississippi. My brother had just turned eight years old, and one of the neighbors came over to give him a Snickers candy bar. After telling them I was going to give give it to him, I closed the door and waited for my brother to come home. Just so you understand what happened next, let me explain my situation. I come from a family of 11, 
and we were always on the verge of starvation, or at least it seemed that way. So when someone hands you a Snickers, it's all you can do not to rip the wrappers off and taste the salty goodness. I kept breaking off tiny pieces, hoping I could stop. By the time my brother got home, there was a tiny piece left. I have always felt so bad about taking that from my brother. What should I do? Uh, let's see. What would I do? No, it's not what you would do. It's what Ronaldo would do. What, what would Ronaldo do? I think Ronaldo would help him recognize the candy bar inside him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that everyone, everyone has a, a shell that looks pristine, that's uncracked, that that they show the world. But then inside, I think everyone has a nougaty center. Ah, this some is, caramel This too, is what maybe. you need to do, Joey. You need to go and get a nice cold blanket and fill the blanket, like wrap it up and fill the blanket full of peanuts and bring them on over to your brother and say, hey, I just wanted to give you something salty and good. Maybe you don't have to do it like that. No, is that bad? I think no. that sounds pretty good. I, I think was, that sounds fantastic. It was the, How many how many kids did he have? So right now he had uh, 12, 12 people in his cult, and they're and out in nine the wilderness. Of them are women. They're in the wilderness. He has been ordered by God to have or his God to have sex with each one of them and bear at least at least two children with each one. Okay. So at, by the end of this, he has forty something people in his compound, mm. and only in the course of these few years only three or so people more joined besides those 12 it's just get people who yeah. some keep his, having his kids. kids you will create your own cult yes yeah. he, def he de definitely did that so then came the uh tunics that all of them had to wear a certain uniform uh, was it like denoting different ranks or was it all the same no, all of them had the same the same tunic they were like of sack kind of okay. kind of kind of thing so he had had problems with substance abuse before, before when he rebelled against his parents in his teens before he joined the Seventh-day Adventist he kind of fell back into that and became an alcoholic again mm -hmm. so he had he kept these people away from everyone else they made in order to make money they made bread and they would take it into the city during you know, and they crushed ants in the flour for protein, and that's why they call it the. Well, they were the Ant Hill Gang <laughs> because on in one of the communes they started it twice. Uh -huh. They were running around so much, and someone had someone said it looks like an ant hill over there, and so because oh, so everyone, okay. everyone was so busy, and so they're like that's that's our that's the name so of our group. So they self-identified as, as the Ant Hill Kids. Okay. Awesome. But why are they calling themselves kids? They're that's weird. Young. I don't like, know. Like that's it's like I think a it's their game. children because of by rope. the yeah by the end of the cult most of them were kids. Oh, they were Actually, kids. more yeah about about. Yeah. Oh, that makes months. sense now. They started this twice. You said yeah. So they so as they became isolated, he became more of a, a totalitarian dictator, and had all of these rules. So they couldn't speak with with each other unless he was present. They couldn't even speak with each other. Wow. He had to be present for them to speak with each other. That's hot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't talk to the outside world. 
they couldn't have sex without his permission unless it was with him. Well, I guess that was he'd have permission, but <laughs> you couldn't have sex without his permission. And then he would spy on them, and then he'd say, "I know you guys were." He'd like in his one of his speeches in front of everyone, he would say, um, "So you," and he'd you know point someone out. We're talking about this thing the other day and something that he had spied on and he so he had inside knowledge and he tried to anything that happened on the outside world he would take credit for and say you know this earthquake was because you guys weren't being very good followers um, if you threatened to leave and that had happened a few times he would hang you from a tree then hit you with either a belt or a hammer i have to admit (laughs) with that kind of punishment i wouldn't I wouldn't say, even say I was leaving. I wouldn't say leave. I'm leaving. I wouldn't say it. No, I would thing. say that all the time, and then I'd love it. <laughs> Can I have another? I'm like, I'm leaving. I'm still leaving. <laughs> Do it again. Do it again. <laughs> and so when they sold, they sold money, or they sold bread, bread. And, and baked goods to make money. If they didn't do a good job, they were also punished this, the same way. So he. So if you didn't get your quota, of he'd hit you with a hammer. Okay. Or a hammer, a hammer, yeah. and then he forced each the different members to punish the other members. So that was part of his power trip. Is he'd say, "Okay, I want you to." Um, so this guy threatened to, or this woman threatened to run away. I want you to break his his uh, leg with this sledgehammer, and people would the followers would hold him down, and they'd. Okay, this isn't funny anymore. This one isn't funny no, at all. This is not. Uh, I don't like this. A lot of cults aren't very funny, unfortunately. And so, uh, but he had this date, End 1979. 19, yeah, February uh, of 1979. Very original. That, yeah, very rookie, original. Rookie. So that day That's came, true. and it, it didn't happen. He said, mm-hmm. well, the Lord, that was my interpretation. The Lord has a different time then we have a different t- reckoning of time. Uh, after that happened, a few people did leave. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he had the same kind of thing where he would try to convince them by... by Tying them up. Tying them up and them. hitting them with okay. a belt and, or convince people to stay. That, that sounds way. illegal. One of the things that protected them was... So they're in Canada. There's a, a law up there. If you're a religion, oh. then you don't, you're not under the same scrutiny. And then they're mm-hmm. part of a commune and so they had police come actually a few times. Yeah. So when one of them escaped, the uh, the police came and questioned. They said, "Okay, what's going on over here?" I heard this person was burned, or you know, one of his one of his tortures. And they would he would convince them that yeah, it was some kind of religious thing, or this person was crazy, or he had he was just very charismatic and convince could convince people of almost anything. After that happened. It's kind of like that cognitive dissonance. You you double down on yeah. on what mm-hmm. you're on what you do, and so he had tests of loyalty, and some of his tests of loyalty was was sit on a hot stove, and they'd have someone do that. If you really believe that, you know, this is your test of loyalty. You have to sit on a hot stove, and then for three seconds, and then and uh, see how loyal you are. Mm. Um, he had them eat dead mice. He had. Uh, one member cut off another member's toe with some kind of instrument. And then uh, one, some members throw rocks at another member. Stoning. Yeah. Stoning. Stoning. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to come right now. Um, I have to leave, Nathan, and I know this has been fun.
But does this cult end? This cult ends. Okay, good. In just a couple of years. Good. Okay. <laughs> good. Because it's, it's not still going on. No, I just want to know if someone's went if to they're jail. Still doing well, you'll, have to, you'll have to listen to hear I the rest of this. I refuse to listen to the rest of this episode. <laughs> Someone does go to jail, and yeah. but I'll let you have to. You'll have to okay. listen. Okay, I'll listen. Okay, I'm gonna go hang out with Leo. Thanks for okay. joining us. Okay, yeah, thanks, thanks, guys. So. Um, Let's see, where were we? Test of loyalty. So yeah, he did this test of loyalty. And then there was also a lot of, so there was a lot of sexual abuse going on, sexual abuse of children. It was an awful situation. And one of the things, so he kept, he became with all of the alcohol and this power trip that he was on, he really thought that he had gained powers of like, and knowledge that he wouldn't normally have. And one of them was he believed he could heal anyone. And uh, that would come in handy with all those broken legs. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and he... bottoms. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the women from the group said that she had, she had abdominal pain and she had had it for a while. And so he said, well, we'll just take care of that right here. And I'm not sure how this was part of his procedure, but he had punched her in the stomach a bunch of times that he thought that would help. He gave her a molasses and olive oil enema. Okay. Oh, that's an interesting enema. Yeah. And then um, did sur- surgery on her. Oh, oh. Right on the kitchen table and took out part of her intestines and then had someone who was there with, this is without anesthesia, <laughs> someone that was there sew her back up. Ow. Oh, my gosh. I know. Ooh. Gruesome. Gruesome. Yeah. There's no way you can... Well, there's no way you can't uh, get... Uh, you're going to get infection with that. Did she I mean, Did she survive? She did not survive. So, <laughs> Surprise. Uh, so that night, uh, they realized that she was going through some kind of healing crisis. Is what they, saw. they kind of thought it was. But she was dying of internal infection and a leakage of her intestines mm-hmm. into her so peritonitis. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, and uh, and so they in, they put a tube down her throat and they had someone breathe for her all night, and she and the lady passed away. And it was because of lack of faith, um, everyone else's part, that his healing didn't work. So he also thought that he had the power to resurrect her. And so he dug her up, and it gets kind of pretty gruesome, but uh, he dug her up and then... Please don't say anything about sex right now. Okay. Anyway. Please don't. What, so it didn't work. Necrom- necro- necrophilia on it? In a way. Whatever? In a way. I, if anyone wants to look it up, they can. Okay. But oh I don't want to go into it. Pretty gruesome stuff, and for some reason that didn't work. I have no idea why. <laughs> um, and then, uh, so that that went on. One lady tried to leave, and uh, he threw a hunting knife at her or something like that, and it severed one of her tendons. And he convinced her to stay so he could heal her, mm-hmm. and ended up um, ended up taking out or doing a surgery that took off a lot of her arm. And finally, he had to chop the rest off and then cauterize it. Mm-hmm. And then because she finally escaped and told the police and the police finally had a reason, a, a reason to go missing arm. Yeah. evidence. And so he, uh, so she told 
Rich told the police about that, about a kid that he had he had tried to circumcise and ended up killing. What? About, wow. Like, that's the worst that's circumcision not, I've ever heard like of. A, it's not that hard to do. I don't know. Uh, and then there was also know. a kid that <laughs> if mom, my mom can do it. <laughs> okay, yeah. That mom, that, mom that, do me? Uh, yes. Yeah. Mm, that explains <laughs> what that explains what's going on in the bedroom. No. <laughs> but um, you're still alive. I, yeah. <laughs> yep. Just still alive. Talk about taking amateur surgeon to a new level. This guy, mm, he just yeah. can do anything right. Yeah. It, he's he. He was pretty awful um, because he was so abusive and kicking and, or hurting people. Uh, one lady, there was a kid that he, he didn't like, and she decided to put him outside in, this is like February or March, mm-hmm. and put him outside for a, a, a while so he didn't get on, the, on Rose's nerves. And the kid basically died of hypothermia out there. So just awful, awful stuff. And uh, so he was finally um, arrested and charged. He had four children in jail with different women in his group. And then he was killed by a cellmate in prison. That's how he died. And I think it was 80, in 1989 or 87, something like that. Right. What about the, the commune after he died? The Canadian government actually burned it. They no one burned it all. Yeah, went in and burned all of it. Okay. And so they, uh, and but he still had some, he still had some, uh, you know, his followers. followers. And then his kids were adopted throughout Canada. The good, the bad, and the culty. And now we discuss what this week's cult did right and where they went wrong. So, so good things from this cult. Hold on, this is it a depressing ended. cult. It ended. <laughs> yeah, it ended. But I think kind of having your own compound out in the middle of nowhere, oh, yeah. you can kind of do what you want. And so, I, I wouldn't mind to have having my own compound out in the middle of nowhere. We're on our way to that. Um, was Nothing there? comes good from that, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> Nothing All the way good comes from isolating yourself from everyone. So the bad things, bad things would be isolating your followers. Yeah, isolating your followers. No, you want more people to join your cult. Bring everyone in. Um, doing home surgery. Yeah. yeah. Bad, bad idea. When you mess yeah. up a circumcision that bad. You I think know. they were saying that he might have, the baby might have been poisoned by alcohol in some way because he had given that as uh, anesthetic to a newborn. Oh, Why are you giving alcohol to like, some kids need mind? it? <laughs> it, it, it quiets them nope. down. <laughs> remember um, remember so mom's um, stories about the, the, Oh, okay. Alcohol so, massage? Yeah, so she'd, uh, when we were young, she'd rub, uh, oh, what is it, Nathan? Come on. What L- is it? Lobelia. She oh. used Lobelia tincture. How come I know more about this than Gunner does? I've never heard that. Okay, so she'd use Lobelia t- uh, tincture on us and rub our backs, and she was like, I never. I never knew whether the quieting down was because, like, the massage or the lobelia or the alcohol in the tincture, but it worked. <laughs> we were just basically rubbing with high alcohol. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I remember her rubbing something that was like this, 
like almost staining red brown color. Uh-huh, yeah. Is that the stuff that no. you're talking uh, about? That's it, it, it was point. a tincture. Uh, okay. It is a little bit of a tincture. It's definitely brown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Anyway, I mean, you know. wonder if you can get drunk uh, via skin absorption. I, you I know they'd be able to. Yeah. yeah. I know you, they've but said. But you have to do, like, be, like, soaking it. I've heard that Russians will sometimes, so they don't have alcohol in their breath. And I don't know if this is true. I just heard this from someplace. So someone should write in if, if, if it isn't. But that they would, before the shift, like a guard shift, they would do a alcohol enema. And then that should work. Yeah, that should work. It, and pull it out. And then the you, out? it doesn't have. No, it's and that's how you get drunk. Oh, oh, getting oh, drunk. Yeah, getting drunk. Is that what boofing is? Like, I don't, I don't the, know. Like, uh, Kavanaugh. This is a little so, scary. So, <laughs> Kavanaugh, the our ju- our Supreme Court justice who was recently um, put into uh, into office or into the cabinet. Um, one of the things in in his journals were boofing with his with his friends and people doing research on that learned that it was getting alcohol enemas. Ah, uh-huh, okay. So there might be a little bit more uh, truth to the story you than you first would be think. A complete alcoholic to do this. Well, like, I, you're not. That's not even. That's not I, even like. Oh, I just want to go work drunk. It's like I have it so bad that I need to stick it up my ass and feel my ass full of alcohol and hold it there as long as I can so I absorb it because I need to be drunk. I, uh, you know what? That that's a little disturbing. Your breathalyzer. That is a little disturbing. But what I find even more disturbing is doing it with your friends. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I. We've known each other for a long time. Would you? <laughs> with me, <Boop. laughs> Here, I'll, I'll hold the funnel. <laughs> no, no, never mind. Never that. Uh, this would be a, it. Would be definitely a bonding experience. <laughs> but uh, did, oh. we, did we get anything good from it? No. no well, the, possible, possible, awesome compound. Yeah, having a compound all right. in place. It, it, we don't own, have to live there we'll, all the we'll time. Throw, we'll throw it down I, as, as a good thing. I think that's positive. Like, mm. you know, like something where you can, it's your land. Yeah. Uh, you kind of out in the wilderness and enjoying the splendors of nature. I like so, that he didn't, he was, he didn't uh, have uh, animosity towards the police or anything like that. Um Okay. So there wasn't anything... Just his own followers, that's it. Yeah. Building a cult. And now we take from what we learned this week and build our own cult, one belief at a time. There's some some company out there that's kind of newer that they do an orientation mm-hmm. where they tell you about the company, you work there for a couple of weeks, you figure out if you like it or not, and they say, we will give you $3,000 to leave. And so he's they're trying to get the people to, like, oh, it costs them less to have someone stay there and do a half-assed job than, and who doesn't want to be there than someone who just stays there for three months or stays there for a couple weeks, gets $3,000 and leaves. That costs them less. That's mm-hmm. interesting. Does it work? I don't know. I need to read the... I think that study. it will keep some people around just because they're like, wow, this is awesome. Great. 
It could. Yeah. It could. I mean, it might build morale. It it could. It'd be like, you know, I gave up $3,000 to keep working here. Anyone who... Why don't we pay people to leave our cult after they sign up? I think think what we ought to do is if they pay $100 for a membership... Then we can give them fifty dollars to leave immediately. <laughs> <laughs> or, or how about this? How about this? You are a member for life, and then it costs you twice as much to get a certificate that says you're an ex cult member. <laughs> I like that. I like that. That's go. good. Uh, it's non-returnable. <laughs> if you do return it, it's it costs twice as much to get the certificate that you're not a cult member. <laughs> well, they yeah. can they can rejoin and buy a new certificate. Was that the good, the bad, and the culty guys? That, that was the good, the bad, and the culty. However, not a lot of good, a lot of bad, and, a lot and of culty. definitely culty. Yeah. yeah, I'm finding this one the hardest to find anything. Anything any like redeemable. any redeemable thing, like even with the Manson one, that one there was more redeemable stuff in it. I felt. Yeah. Oh wow. Well, yeah, I have that, to agree. That, yeah. I, I well, no, no. So they went around killing people. Of course, that's the worst part about it. But like in this one, the guy was killing kids. He was, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And stuff this like one's. That. This one is. I think this one is more evil. Now, you said that they started it twice, right? Yeah, they had one time where they came and broke everything up with uh, um, because of the, one of the kids that died. And then they started it again and had new kids. So what happened to the old kids? They all they, left? They had, were adopted out. Oh, so this happened twice? It happened like, twice. Oh, wow. So they took all the kids and they just said, that's no big deal. We'll just make more. Yeah. Okay. And with the same same wives same, and same wives, everything. yeah, yeah. So just didn't make more. Only the very strong ones travel this deep. Rutul has called a big one again. It is the legend. Inspirational sayings from the life and the teachings of Ronaldo DiCaprio. Okay, guys. Uh, so I have a quote that I got from uh, one of Ronaldo's first books. It's called uh, Be the Engine and Not the Caboose. Uh, this was uh, one of his... <laughs> what? <laughs> no, I'm, just, I'm enjoying this already. <laughs> this was one of his forays into uh, the self-help business group kind of books. Uh, you know how they get... Uh, you got mm-hmm. kind of promotional seekers. He talked about a lot of his philosophy as, of niceness and how it relates to business and to fulfilling yourself and stuff like that. So anyway, on page 33, he has a a little passage there that I really like. He says, Being nice is supposed to be as infectious as the common cold. I just pity the people who have immunity. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, I thought that was clever. That was cute. I love the the title of that. Uh, Be the engine, not the caboose. We hope you had fun with us as we explored this week's cult. Join our adventure next week as we continue to build our cult one belief at a time. Until then, if you're going to join a cult, join the nice cult! Do 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 do
I worked with someone with Tourette's really bad. Yeah. And they were going in to do an operation on his brain. Uh, and I was like, he was like, this is an experimental thing. And I was like, huh. That's totally and then worth I, it. I met him about three years later and he was just fine. I was like, wow, I guess that operation worked. And he was, he had bad Tourette's. He was really, he, he was bad. He really had ticks. Like they took yeah. out a piece of his brain or froze it or I something? can't remember what they did, but it, whatever ha whatever they did, it worked. Or actually can't tell us what they did. It, they had sworn to secrecy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they used Plague Buster um, and... Uh, zombie Black Buster. It's zom yeah. Zombie Buster now. A lot of zombie stuff. Buster. A lot of stuff oh, that goodness. is illegal yeah. now. Yeah. yeah. Black Ointment is, is illegal. It black should be. It's like the it's the black stuff that's supposed to kill cancer that like just eats yeah, away. But it, it, it just rips away. I looked yeah. at recipes for it, and it has all these herbs, and then like lye. I bet you mm -hmm. Eric and Diane's recipe doesn't have like. Well, lye no, I know theirs doesn't, but yeah. like the traditional ointment that can pull out. It big, does. It does have it has, some stuff. It has in lye it. in it. It has oh. all the stuff, and then lye. Uh -huh. Traditional soap has lye in it too. Why can't we get back to the days when we the had black. a thirty-year-old lifespan? <laughs> oh, the good old days. The good old days. The good old days. When you could tell a woman what you really thought about her, yeah. and she would be thankful. <laughs> He's thinking about me. Yeah. <laughs> this is a compliment. Now I use some of that black salve, black salve, mm -hmm. black plague stuff. What made a hole called? in your hand. And it had a put a hole in my hand, so I, I had it on my like my knuckle. Why I had like a put it on the nuts? so I had a little a, a little wart. wart. Yeah, and you, my friend, we went uh, to Six Flags or whatever, and he just said, "I'm gonna bite that off." And I said, "Okay, sure." And he really <laughs> bit it off. He bit the wart, ripped it right <laughs> off with his no, teeth. No, that's very sanitary. And like, and, <laughs> and like it was gushing blood. It was just gushing it. So I went to like the you know we got it all fixed up and everything at the at the little station. They're like, "What happened? We don't want you to sue us. Did you did you hurt yourself?" I was like, "Oh, I swung and I hit a tree." And they're like, "Yeah, we don't want to." Did they say that? We don't want you to sue us. It was, it was, I don't know if they said implied. it. Someone, someone <laughs> said it. It was like, they were so concerned and so worried. I was like, I don't, it doesn't matter. I'm like, I'm just bleeding. Come how, on. How are, we, how are we glossing over the fact that this kid wanted to bite your... <laughs> bite and your what board. diseases did he get? <laughs> he, gave me, he gave me my first hickey on my back, too. Uh, it wasn't Nick. Was no, it, it wasn't. Okay. It was Cully. Yeah, I was going to say Cully. Cully. Okay. The crazy one. Yeah, well, yeah, a little crazy, but whatever. Everybody's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So I put a hole in my hand. So after that, it, See, like, there's it a scar. started growing back. It started growing back really weird. See mm. the scar? Yeah. And... Uh, and so I started putting that stuff on it. Oh, that's the bad Ooh. you. Why would Mom's you put like, that oh, on? That on? Mom, maybe. Oh, Mom, oh, Mom wanted okay. you to die. She hated so, you. So it did. And it was eating away. It was like, oh, and it was hurting so bad. I Finally, bet. I went to Mom like a week later. I'm like, Mom, my, this is just killing. She's like, oh, well, you haven't been doing it right. You need some Here's, colloidal silver. You need some colloidal silver. Oh, that's silver. what you said. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but she does. Like, honestly, I went and I put it on. The colloidal silver, like, it just, like, the whole thing just, like, fell out. And it stopped uh -huh. hurting. Like, I mean, well, oh, sure. But so it, it, well, it killed the infection or whatever. But there was this big hole and I could almost see my bone. Yeah. Like a plug yeah. of grass coming it out. It was yeah, like it a plug of... <laughs> Do 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 do
Do, 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 do.